Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Hannah. Bonjour and bonsoir. I'm Hannah, and I play Max the Paradox. <laughs> Good. Got it. It's been a while. <laughs> Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Duncan Oliver the Vox. And Tio. Hello, hi, I'm Tio, and I play Claire Claremont, the Forgotten Vessel, also known as your future city council member. Mm. Ooh. I feel like that was the most normal intro we've done in like a long time. I feel weird. Good job, I don't feel, I know. This bodes badly. I feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Wednesday. All right, roll it back. My <laughs> name's Kyle, and I play Duncan Oliver the Vooks. Hello, fair listeners. You've stepped into the web of Monster Hour. (laughs) Joining me today are Hannah. Ian, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm just going to apologize right now for everything. Ian is our editing homunculus. Yeah. Is that how he would describe himself? This is, yeah. Our pod golem. Our pod golem. <laughs> That's meant in a loving way, yes. Ian, not we a love our golems. Yes, everyone. Everyone loves their golems. I feel better now. I feel like more aligned with the vibes that we bring mm-hmm. to our recordings normally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Back on track. We open on the Forsaken Pool. Candidates frozen mid-battle with the saccharine-hued tentacles of the pool kraken. The eager crowd of onlookers Mm -hmm. ringing the edge are being showered in paper ballots that are raining down as the producer drones zip overhead, and you hear Savannah's unnaturally amplified voice continue. Y'all are bringing big democracy energy today, and honestly... We stand. So let's spice up our challenge here with a little audience participation. We put together a pair of propositions that will make waves for our dear pool cuties down there. It's up to y'all to decide if you want to throw them a line or capsize their best laid plans. You know we love a big caucus, so don't be afraid to have a convo with your neighbors. Quinn. Quinn. Good lord. Quinn. 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 I almost got through it. (laughs) It is very good. (laughs) Thank you. So don't be afraid to have a convo with your neighbors about which way the wind is blowing. Just don't dilly-dally. Polls close in five minutes. Duncan and Max. Yeah. There are paper ballots raining down all over the crowd that is surrounding the pool. They look almost homemade. They're like thin cardstock. They're all millennial pink with like really nice calligraphy writing. I assume you grab one of them. I spear one with my sword. Okay, that one is destroyed, so you grab another one. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the same size as your sword. You just like run it through. It's in two pieces. I suppose you can still read the two pieces. I do that, and then I pick one up. That was for effect. That was- Of course. What did they say, Gwen? They say, for the audience's consideration, and it's like a check yes or no, just two check marks, but the two options presented on this ballot are group project, candidates cannot save their own constituents, only each other's, team up or lose out. And the second option is shuffle. Constituents are periodically moved between tentacles throughout the challenge. 
I try to grab a couple. Yeah, nobody stops you. <laughs> Great. I grab a couple as well. The whole crowd around you are picking up these ballots and kind of starting to talk to one another. And you can see a few discussions, a few arguments breaking out, one shouting match. As overhead, one of the producer drones opens up and a little TV screen pops out from its undercarriage and you see a timer counting down from five minutes. Mm. Everything in the pool remains completely frozen. All the candidates as well as the pool kraken. Okay. Claire, you can see and perceive, but you cannot move. Very cool, very cool. So, Quinn, who selects which choice? Because I think the first one seems to be the one that would encourage people to not be assholes. (laughs) I was also going to strategize that that might be the most beneficial to Claire, who we've observed has kind of two alliances Mm -hmm. down in the pit already. Yeah. Quinn, who gets to choose? we, We vote on the card. Yeah, everyone in the audience gets to vote. And then we try to convince everybody else to do the same thing. Okay. I pull out my quill pen. Incredible. And just write Max over the top one. I don't think... Over the checkbox? Yes. I don't think that you... Oh, okay. And I take another one. Has Max ever voted for anything before? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, does Max understand how voting works? I take another one. And I put a smiley face in the box. And I pick up a third one and I poke a hole through the checkbox. And Gore loses. (laughs) (laughs) The second and third ones, when you press your quill to the paper, like there's no mark, nothing happens. It appears that there's an anti-fraud system in place. Uh, Oh, wow. Wow, okay. So you do have to convince others. Yeah, I'd like to try to sway the community. <laughs> yeah, so I have written a custom move. Ooh. Of course. Yeah, I've written a custom move mm-hmm. for this scenario. It is called ballot boxing. <laughs> <laughs> when you whip votes ahead of an audience vote, everyone who's participating, so the two of you, I presume, Max, you're helping, although it's up to you, pick a faction and then roll with your combined rating with those factions. Ooh. So we each pick a faction and then add all that together to roll? Yes. You need to pick different factions also. Gotcha. Sure. I am going to be choosing community, like soapboxing. There's too much chaos in this town. Join me in building a brighter future together. Whoever wins this competition and this election will will need to still work together. And what better way to foster that kinship than voting uh, one group project <laughs> yes group project yes uh, shuffle them up no <laughs> it's a one or the other proposition oh i see i see i see there's no option to leave the game as it is that was not included by the producers <laughs> okay i'm gonna pick underbelly okay what does your vote whipping look like here <laughs> i just take out my sword and i scream Crime! <laughs> and I take out my sword and I wave it around menacingly. You are the crime? <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm interrupting. Go ahead. <laughs> and I go, the real crime is helping others. Which is wait, a good thing. Wait. Vote yes on, <laughs> on one. <laughs> 
I would be like, they're the underbelly. The underbelly are criminals. Yeah, you're not yelling for the... But wait, did you just say to not help others? No, Uh. I said the real crime is helping others. So do crimes, help other people. Yeah, crime is good for underbelly. Oh, God, I got it. Yeah, yeah, okay, God. Yes. Yes, I've got it. I've got it. I'm (laughs) sorry. Max is not a public speaker, so this is, uh, you know, this is... (laughs) This is the best she's going to do is a display of power and a somewhat illogical argument. Be gay, do crime. And in this case, crime is mutual aid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yes. And I will say that that message just wasn't for Claire. That's why Claire doesn't get it. Not every yeah. message is for every person. Exactly. Yes. Yes. You're lucky you have such a diverse team, Claire. <laughs> yeah. I'm hitting, I'm hitting the crime contingent and... Yeah. I don't know what and Duncan has. The n- every <laughs> normal people. Well, we shouldn't say it that way. The oh boy, radio listeners. <laughs> yeah, which there's yeah, some overlap. Tote, tote bag owners. Yes, certainly some overlap. Okay, I'm done interrupting. Sorry. I was trying to think of some people to give like opposing speeches, but I've realized almost everyone is involved in the challenge, either as a candidate or a constituent. <laughs> Ha ha. Ah. We're the only ones left. It's us and like Jeremy's watching from way <laughs> far away. <laughs> Jeremy's got a giant set of binoculars and he's watching from normal brewing. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It does everything really. Uh huh. Max, oddly enough, you see Elodie here. And I don't think she's giving a speech, but you do see her like moving furtively between people, like whispering in their ear. I think that's all you can glean unless you want to do something else. I see Elodie and I do that that gesture that's like two fingers that are pointing at my eyes and then I point at her. You know the one? The <laughs> like, oh yeah. I see you. My eyes are on you. I do that. Yeah, you and Elodie lock eyes. I, I like to imagine you lock eyes like across the pool. So like there's no way to mm-hmm. communicate because this whole scene is like mayhem of yep. Socratic dialogue and reality TV voting. But she does like a switching motion with her hands. Oh, she wants to do the shuffle. Yeah. And around you, these are unnamed NPCs, but there is obviously like a group of folks who think it would be funny to just like switch the constituents around all the time. Sure. So since you're both doing this, each of you roll one die. That's fun, right? We're having fun here. Mm-hmm. Uh, each of you give me a die roll and add your faction rating. Okay, so this is 1d6 plus 2. No, no, not good. Uh, I rolled a six. <laughs> oh, that's very good. I rolled a one plus two. Oh, oh boy. So three for me. On a seven to nine, you need to grease some palms if you want this to go your way. You'll owe a debt to one of the factions that you rolled with. Yeah, I rolled the worst, so I can I can take on an, an extra debt. I handle community debts, no problem. <laughs> what does this look like, Duncan? As you're whipping votes, like how, how do you wind up in mm-hmm. in someone in community's debt? It can be a specific person or it can be like a nebulous thing, but I'm curious what this looks like. Yeah, a specific person I think would be fun. We don't really have anybody in the community who's not stuck in a tentacle. I guess Claire's neighbor, Glenda. Oh my! I don't honestly remember a whole lot about what her deal was. but oh, Glenda yes. is the president of her HOA. Oh, God. I love the idea I of mean, you being in debt to the HOA. The other option is Sebastian. No, it's Glenda. Sebastian, I really do debt. It's definitely Glenda. It's Glenda. You're wandering through the crowd talking to people and Glenda, I think, tugs on your arm and is like, Duncan, Duncan. Ah, Glenda. 
And you see a small crowd of people behind her. They're all like in their 50s to 70s. They're all dressed in like, I think like a pale mint green. Not quite a uniform, but definitely like a, a, a theme. <laughs> Hello, Glenda. What can Claire do for you? Let's talk about what you can do for me, sweetheart. I love Claire, but this is more about like you and me. I, I'll do this favor for you now, but if I come knocking later on with a HOA issue, I hope your door will be open. Yeah, of, of course. Uh, WSOM's door is uh, always open to fine members of the community, uh, such as yourself, Glenda. Aw, thank you. Looking forward to see what Claire does with this next challenge. We have high hopes and a strong confidence in her abilities to not only defeat a Kraken, but lead somewhere to a brighter future. Okay, and all of the HOA members with her pull out a pen and they fill out their ballot cards. <laughs> <laughs> the caucusing continues until the buzzer sounds and the clock overhead hits zero. Savannah, who I think is floating on a stage, basically, that is perched atop one of the producer drones, she floats over to the top of the pool and says, all right, let's tally up those votes. The screen on the drone, which had previously been displaying the timer, starts like a, a basketball scoreboard. There's two numbers on either side for group project and for, for shuffle. And the numbers start going up and up and up. And there's a, a tense moment. I think a, a drum roll sound comes from one of the producer drones. And then the numbers stop moving. And you can see that, per your roll, group project has prevailed. Woo! We just won the election, everyone. We did it. Yay, group project. Yay, crimes. Woo! <laughs> Let's see how it turns out. Unpause. Go, Claire. Huh. Huh. Yeah, okay. Claire. Teamwork, teamwork, teamwork. And Claire, where you had stopped mid-movement, you and Mina kind of tumble forward, and the pool kraken once again springs to life, and you see in the stucco arena around you solar engaged with two tentacles at once battling them the pta has landed several of its members on one and is ripping away pool noodles and netting and pool donuts and stuff and c-mac meanwhile is in a, a skirmish using his entropic paint to create a series of distractions trying to approach one of the other tendrils okay but yeah you you hear savannah's announcement it's group project time Candidates, you can't save your own constituents, only each other's. Now, I know that I had walked away from a tentacle that I knew didn't have Melvin. I don't remember where I landed since then, because Mina and I were looking. Mina promised that she would help you find your constituent if you helped her find hers. Are those little drones that are recording everything and streaming it, are they still hanging about? Oh yeah, they're buzzing to and fro. Okay, I turn to the closest one real quick and go, that's right. And I grab Mina and put my arm over her oh, shoulder. God. We were doing a group project before it was trending. That's right, voters. Because we know how to get it done. Girl boss. And then I look at Mina and we together clap, get, get it, it done. done. Get it done. <laughs> okay, turning back to where we're at. Are we're in front of a new tentacle now, or we haven't really made it to a new one yet? I think you and Mina had sort of just agreed to work together. Got it. Which, I didn't ask you this last time, Claire, but I realized I probably should. Mina is the city auditor. She can tell if you're lying. Are you lying about helping her? No. No. I meant it. Okay. Wait, she can tell if I'm lying? As the city auditor, Mina, you will recall, can oh, right. basically read people's thoughts. She audits them. That's how she can tell where the different constituents are. That makes sense. 
I'm going to throw a wrinkle to you, Quinn. She may be able to tell people's thoughts, but if the people themselves believe the lie that they're saying, can she actually check that? Because Claire is nothing if not excellent at lying to herself. (laughs) I don't know what that means. It's like if we, you know, when you're working late on a project and you're getting sleepy and you say, I'll just wake up early and do it. And you know it's not true, but you also 100% believe you'll do that. Now, if you say that out loud to, for instance, your partner while you set an alarm for 3 (laughs) a.m., totally random example, and your partner says, no, you won't, and you say, yes, I will, because you in your heart of hearts believe it, but also know you're lying, can she audit things like that? Oh, my God. I'm unclear how you can truly believe something, but also know it's a lie. I think that's a common human cognitive dissonance. Okay, what does that look like in this instance? Let's let's oh, bring no. this to let, a specific <laughs> rather than a conceptual. Oh, uh, let's be clear. I'm not saying that Claire is doing this right now. I'm just saying for general purposes, I think this is uh, a point of contention between Claire and Mina where things get murky. But anyway, we can deal with that later. I have a weird thing I would like to try. Love I'm sorry, things. Hannah. I'm going to do the weird thing. That's, I'm going to try look, look, it's it is in your nature. I vote do the weird thing. Is it not? There we go. But now you can say I told you so when it doesn't When work it goes out. wrong. Yes. Yes. Which I will. As you should. Okay. Quinn, you remember my history with this Kraken. Oh, yeah. So it has been established that I have a somewhat unique relationship with it. It absorbed you once before. Yes. Will I willingly was absorbed? There is a difference. The two of you entered into an entropic contractual obligation in which one party (laughs) absorbed the other party into equal measure. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. (laughs) So given that, I would like to communicate with the Kraken. This is a teamwork challenge, but it never said that the team that you need to be working with is the other candidates. So how are you trying to communicate? So first of all, Claire always assumes that there's a deal that can be struck with anyone and any creature. Secondly, if the Kraken is participating in this campaign event, then the Kraken is a negotiating partner in this event. So I think probably Claire would come up to one of the tentacles and wrap herself in it like a little hot dog in a bun and then put both her hands on a tentacle suction space, kind of like a Ouija board style situation. And then say... Does the Kraken have a name? We're just calling it the Kraken. Does it have an official name? Just the Kraken or the Pool Kraken. Okay. Oh, wonderful Pool Kraken. Whatever they are paying or offering you, I will double it if we can come to an agreement. Okay. Give me a roll to embrace chaos. Always striking a deal. This is why Claire is the perfect candidate for counsel. <laughs> there are deals to be made. I think as you do this, Mina's like, what, what are you doing? No, wait. Claire, 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 no, come, Claire, come back here. Claire, no, no, not, no. (laughs) As you are suctioned up. That's an eight. Hold one. All right. I think based on what you're trying to do, gain a clear understanding of the power source effects and motives, if any, is probably the desirable effect here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think in communing in wrapping yourself once again in the animated pool equipment that makes up the body of the pool kraken 
enmeshing yourself in the nets, its veins, and allowing yourself to be suctioned by the plastic, you feel in communion with this creature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what you learn is that this is not a conversation. The pool kraken does not speak to you. I think it's almost like a shared vision, actually, which is Savannah and the producers basically dropped the constituents into the pool and the pool kraken ate them. And it has now been enticed by the presence of new prey, the candidates, to come back out. (laughs) So it wasn't so much of a willing participation as it is its natural predation habits that Savannah has sort of just co-opted. But which you could also co-opt or use to your advantage now that you sort of understand what the stakes are. I'm going to inflict one harm. Fair enough. As the plastic rubs over your skin and pulls on it in that really unpleasant way that pool equipment kind of does sometimes. And the musculature of the tentacle crunches you a little bit as you're having this sort of brief communication. Can I free myself from the tentacle now that I've had the vision? Yeah, I I don't think you have a problem doing that. Okay. I turn to Mina, who I imagine is now just beside herself (laughs) and i go all right so savannah basically just threw people into the pool to be eaten i can't say that this is particularly a sanctioned (laughs) action there's no guarantee that any of these people are savable yeah so savannah did five attempted murders yes okay unless they have some throw up pill for a (laughs) for a kraken what is it called um uh yeah the producers have entropic immunity for actions running the election. See, that doesn't inspire confidence. <laughs> yeah, that just means they don't care if the people die. That doesn't mean anything <laughs> yeah, to the that people. That just means they don't get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> That's so much worse. <laughs> I didn't want this election, Claire. <laughs> Elections are dangerous. Yeah, it's almost like council is trying to prove that. Claire, as you sort of wriggle free from your brief hug with the pool kraken tentacle. In the rest of the pool, you can see the PTA has split into two and has teamed up with what appears to be both Solar and CMAC and is attempting to work with them. I think the PTA plus Solar is actually working really well. And I think you actually see that combo free Sam, the juror, and then move to another tentacle. The CMAC PTA partnership seems to be more effective than working alone, but they haven't freed anyone. So Sam the Juror, who you identified previously, has been freed. There are four other constituents remaining. And is Sam the Juror alive? Yes. Okay. I think I turned to Mina and I'm like, Mina, can you tell if the constituents in each tentacle are still alive? Yeah, otherwise I wouldn't be able to hear their thoughts. Oh, right. Yes. Obviously. Well, I don't know what happens after... Do you? Uh, That's a conversation for another time. Don't worry about it. Okay, so they're all still alive. I turn to Mina and I go, I think we need to go address the others and really make this a true group project. We can win. We can get out of this with a a really good standing. Why would we want to help with the rest of them? Did I miss something? Or is it you get more points for how many other ones you rescue? Or is it just you have to rescue one other one? You cannot physically rescue your own candidate. Someone else has to rescue yours. So you have to convince someone else to rescue yours. And then presumably you would rescue theirs. Oh, I thought it was like collect as many Pokemon. Collect as many (laughs) of everyone else's I mean, that is how elections work. There's nothing stopping you from helping more than one person. 
showing off. I will note the bit of information that you have gleaned currently is that if someone is not saved, they might just die. Yep. <laughs> They'll definitely just die. Yes. Yeah. I mean, having full immunity is a very a terrifying because the presumptions there are strong. Okay. So Mina here is saying save save our people and get out here and win, but that's three people who are might die. All right. Um, okay, fine. Mina, here's... You're always talking about the value of human life. And here you are being real difficult about it. Okay, let's go save our people. But I think we should maybe also save everybody else. But we can we can start with ours. We can start with ours. There's nothing that says we can't do them all. This is the outside of the box thinking that I'd like to bring to council. <laughs> Boxes were made for a reason, Claire. But fine, let's go. Classic Mina. But if they're not taped shut, they can also be broken down. But they were made for, why would you break down a box? It was made for a reason. Clearly to, to move or contain something. Like, why, why would you break down a box when it serves a clear function and purpose based on its geometry and assembly? Claire puts a hand on Mina's shoulder. Mm. Very mm. tenderly, actually. And goes, Mina, sometimes we build the box because we need to carry something in it. That's the best way to do it. But after we've carried the thing, the box no longer serves its purpose, and therefore it needs to be taken down. Mina's eyes go really wide, and she grabs you and tackles you as a pool kraken tentacle slams down where the two of you were standing. Fair enough. Look, we're having a little therapy moment, oh, Quinn. You, ha- you got to take them when they get here. I know, here. but I got to respect the fictional fiction. <laughs> Fair. Actually, that actually makes it better because she saved me. Whoa. It's true. She did. Hmm. Okay, great. All right, I, I like jump up and go, all right, to Melvin, where is he? Mina points at the tendril that just slammed down right next to the two of you, and you can see it's slightly like engorged towards the base, you know, approximately the size of a, a human being. Okay, he's, he's right there. How do, I, how do I do it? What weapon is Mina holding? She's holding something, right? Mina has, I'm going to pull from the Beeromancer play sheet. Mina has an oversized stapler. <laughs> you know, Mina, it could be Mina. worse. It's not as big as Max's Vihander, but it is quite large. And she unstraps it from her back. Great. I say, Mina, I'm going to do what I do best for you. I'm going to be a difficult distraction. Okay. You're going to take that stapler. You're going to attack this tentacle like... It's my application for a hot grapefruit bubbly fountain in the middle of your yard that I submitted over a hundred times. Mina's eyes narrow dangerously. The fucking paperwork you made me fill out for that thing? Yes, I paid people in town to submit it for me, so I never even had to deal with it. Ah! I want her to use that rage, and while she's attacking at the tentacle, I'm going to run further up toward the Kraken, and with my rendering nails, just start viciously attacking it higher up. So I'm not saving Melvin, but I'm certainly being a difficult distraction that might temper it. You know, like when you, if your finger hurts and you like pinch your leg, so then you stop thinking about your finger, maybe... I can be pinching the mm-hmm. leg of the tentacle so that she can get Melvin out. I think this is a hoodwink. Yeah, I, I can see that. I know you're doing it with some violence. I guess it could be a face fear also, but it feels kind of like a hoodwink to me. 
Keep in mind that I'll be rolling plus chaos instead of plus cheek because I am unfathomable. Uh-huh. I think that also makes it make slightly more sense as well. Yeah. That is a six. Oh, no. Yeah, the mm. dice are not kind to me today. On a miss, you might find yourself caught, trapped, or otherwise in hot water. Very cool. So here's what happens. I think this works for Mina. Down below you, you see Mina awkwardly lurch forward with her giant stapler, and she slams the base of the Kraken tentacle a couple of times, and you hear some sharp pops as a handful of floaties explode, and a hand sticks out, and Mina grabs hold of it and wrenches Melvin free. Unfortunately, further up, this tentacle closes around you and wraps you up nice and tight. You're going to take one harm, and you are restrained. Oh, wait, I do. Hold on. Are you going to do it again? (laughs) Yes. I'm going to mark vestige to avoid harm from an attack. You may also (laughs) choose to inflict your weapon's harm on the enemy that attacked you. Yes. This is your second to last vestige, if I remember from our last recording, right? It is indeed. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. Oh, no, I have one. I have an extra box. Oh, because of your fractures? Because you get extra boxes every time you fracture. Uh, All right, you are still restrained. Fair enough. But I think your self-defense purse is like helping you avoid being crushed by the tentacle. Around the pool, you see the other candidates are struggling a bit. Solar with the PTA's backup was quite successful, but now that the onus is really on the PTA and CMAC to save folks, they're not having as much success. Solar, I think, has brought down another tentacle bringing their kill count to, I think, like five, but it was one of the ones that didn't have a candidate in it. With the other candidates, I think you see a few PTA bodies are face down in the pool, and CMAC is struggling to find any kind of purchase on the tentacle that he has locked in on. As these vignettes are unfolding across the Forsaken pool, with Claire clenched in a tentacle high in the sky, you hear Savannah's voice ring out again. What do you think, voters? Should we have another ballot? And a loud cheer runs through the crowd. Hey folks, Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 25 of Monster Hour Absurdia. I hope you're enjoying our little pool party here. I know Kraken attacks and ballot boxing may not be the most traditional activities, but we're having a lot of fun with them. As always, I want to thank everyone who's been whipping those audience votes by leaving us a rating and review, giving us a shout on social media, and recommending the show to a friend. The only thing we stand more than our fans is fans with plans to help get us more fans. You understand. And don't forget that if you spread the good word about the show using hashtag MonsterHourPod, you might wind up with a character named after you. I want to give a special shout out this week to the newest member of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, James. Thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show and help us bring you awesome bonus content. We just posted part one of a Monster of the Week one-shot with Hannah in the keeper's seat that we had a ridiculous and wonderful time with. If you're jonesing for some old-school monster hunting and want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash monsterhour or follow the link in the show notes. And now I have special guest Claire Claremont with a message from our sponsors this week. Hey, Claregans and soon-to-be Claregans. It's me, Claire Claremont, here with one of my exclusive recs. If you're like me, you drink a truly dangerous amount of what giant Jeremy Dunlap promises me is coffee. 
but lately with my campaign schedule, things have um, progressed. So I'm trying to cut back on my caffeine and I've found Magic Mind, an energy drink that is so yummy and useful, it has replaced my afternoon coffee, which means I sleep through the screaming fog so that I can be more focused on what my future constituents need. That's you. So right now, Clarigans, go to magicmind.com slash monster hour and get up to 50% off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code monster hour. Praise me. That's all we have for you this time, dear listeners. Tune in June 13th for the next broadcast of WSOM Radio Somewhere. The scene in the pool freezes, and Max and Duncan once again, you hear the drones buzz overhead and a shower of millennial pink paper ballots rain down over the crowd as Savannah's voice comes on. Wow, this group project is really shaping up great, but I think we should make a few more waves for our candidates, don't you think? And the crowd cheers. Yeah! Oh, no! Why don't we do one more round of audience participation, just as a little treat? Remember, you only have five minutes. Duncan and Max, on the ballot this time, you see two options. Option one is submersive theater. The pool will be flooded with water. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, And option two is release the kraken. Open the emergency drain, allowing the pool kraken to fully emerge. Oh, no. Max, do we know how good is Claire at swimming? I mean, Claire's not alive. Oh my god, it would be so fucking funny if Claire couldn't oh. swim. <laughs> Wait, didn't Raphael, Victor, Jeff, yeah. what? Randy? What do you say? Rudy? Raphael? Rudy? Yeah. Raphael? Rudy. Hannah, what, what acronym is Raphael? What does that stand for? Rudy. It's, it's Rudy. Okay. Rudy. <laughs> For a second, it was like, I, I just was like, what is happening to Hannah? She's just yelling men's names. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually having a stroke. Oh, uh, no. That's his oh, God. A stroke of genius. Was it Rudy like down a well? And so the well is unclear yet what exactly that is, but that there's definitely a, a connection to Rudy and me and the well, for sure. Okay, so did you, were you in the well? Were you ever down in the well? Yeah, I was. I, I got called into the well. Was there water in the well? Oh, I see what you're getting at. Yes. Uh, yes. No, I don't, oh. I don't think there was water in the well. But more importantly, I mean, I think Claire in her original timeline as a pioneery type woman definitely did not know how to swim because it would have been a <laughs> death sentence to be a witch. However, I think in the many, many years since... Claire has picked up swimming and I actually think Claire is an excellent swimmer because I could see that being like part of her like whole lifestyle health thing. Fine. Claire knows how to do butterfly (laughs) and that's the only stroke she does. Am I, is that? Oh no, I think Claire does underwater basket weaving. Oh, literally underwater. Okay. All right. Incredible. Unless anyone objects to that, but it's a real class. It feels very clear, so. Yes. Yeah. I think if we let the Kraken out, those people who are not saved are definitely going to die, and maybe us too. Oh. It's down there. If it comes all the way out, 
I don't know how far it can reach. So submersive theater sounds great. That's my pitch to everybody standing up here. That's my pitch as well. Do you want to die? <laughs> the Kraken will get you. Listen, we we're all talking about how somewhere needs a water polo team. Now we are. Everybody's always uh-huh. saying that. The somewhere pool Kraken. <laughs> They're in the playoffs, you know. <laughs> yeah, the elsewhere oil barons are going to be a real hard matchup. <laughs> okay, so we are going to do another round of ballot boxing. When you whip votes ahead of an audience vote, everyone who is involved, pick a faction and roll with your combined rating. So Max and Duncan, which factions are y'all working here? Community, baby. My best friends. I'm thinking maybe Entropy. Love it. Duncan, if you're working community again, I think I'm going to say that you can't rack up another debt to them. So if if this goes midways, then Max, you're going to have to get the debt here. That's only fair. Okay. So what does this look like? I mean, my pitch is what I said it was earlier, which was I get up to the rail, I point at the pool kraken, and I point at where we are, and I kind of like make measurement hand signs and be like, it's pretty close already. If we let the pool kraken out, out, it could be a danger to us. We wouldn't be able to have such a great view from these seats so close up. We'd lose our courtside <laughs> seats. You hear a loud sort of reverberating thud and then another one and then another one. Giant Jeremy Dunlap has joined the crowd and says, Oh, but think of how much fun it would be. Vote release the Kraken. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, you fight one kaiju in the clunkin' axe and you're just ready for another fight? We're trying to save people here. I'm embracing my new lifestyle here. Can't believe I'm going for the more normal vote than normal Jeremy Giant Jeremy Dunlap. He pauses to think about this. Max. Consider consider that. Max, what does your campaigning look like? I think I'm actually going to stick with underbelly. Instead of screaming crime, (laughs) instead scream criminals. (laughs) There's a small disaggregated cheer in the crowd. You cannot do crime if you are dead. However, a flooded pool offers the opportunity for aquatic-related crimes, crimes on boats, (laughs) crimes in boats, underwater crimes, scuba crimes. um, uh, Pirate-themed crimes, Jackie says. Yeah, pirate-themed crimes. You know how you're not supposed to get in the pool for 30 minutes after you eat? You could do that. It's maybe a crime to do that. So many criminal opportunities with water versus giant kraken that will most certainly destroy both your livelihood and your life. (laughs) Be gay, flood the pool. (laughs) Flood, flood. I love flood, all of flood, that. Flood, 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 flood. flood. <laughs> all right. Both of you roll a D6 and add your rating, and then we'll add them together. Mm-hmm. All right. Big money, big like money, big team. money. From one little die. Uh, well, that is, uh, uh, my total is a five. I rolled a four, and okay, I have a plus okay. one. I can't roll worse than I did. This is true. I rolled a five plus two is a seven. Yay! Okay. On a 10 plus, the vote goes your way. Woo! Water crimes! (laughs) I think you can see Jackie and several other vendors from the back alley market getting an inflatable pirate ship out. Ah! (laughs) 
And meanwhile, giant Jeremy Dunlap has sat back like on his ankles and then he rolls back into the municipal park and you can hear him just say, do I need to change the name of my business? Am I normal? Oh, buddy. Boy. Even if I'm not normal, can I make normal beer? Or as a giant, is all Uh-oh. of my beer at- and Jeremy is devolving into an existential crisis? Ah, oh, Jeremy's <laughs> having a moment of self-discovery. Okay, well, I'm glad it's not here at the municipal pool. It's just uh... Jeremy maybe needs to go sit down again. He is sitting down. He's taking up half the park. Oh, good. okay. And the tally on Savannah's drone scoreboard is a pretty decisive vote for submersive theater. Claire, things unfreeze in the pool. And from all of the drainage pipes that surround the sides, water starts shooting out. And very quickly, the pool is filling with water. What do you do? Well, I'm still being held by a tentacle, aren't I? You are. That you had said was up in the air. Mm. You're actually, I think, above the lip of the pool because the tentacles stretch well and far away. Technically, you're pretty good. How's uh, Mina? I think she is looking up at you and hitting the base of the tentacle with her giant stapler. Nice. It's having a minimal impact. (laughs) Mina, Mina. Which which one is is your person? She points to the tentacle that's actually right next to you. Oh. It's stretching out to try to reach some of the PTA members that are sussing out, reconnoitering with one of the other tentacles. Well, first, I would like to take a bite of the tentacle I'm on. A small one, a minor one. It would barely register okay. to this ginormous thing and eat a little bit of the tentacle. What material is this? Is this like a pool noodle? Is this plastic from a floaty? Is this some netting? I think this is a pool noodle. Okay. So it's got a bit of like a, a chewy. foamy texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's purple. Okay. We do know that affects the flavor. It, it, it sure does. does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not, Claire is not a fan of grape, but, you know, went in a pinch. Now, before I proceed with any other ideas here, does anything happen to me by eating this? Uh, you get less hungry? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's any like magical property or entropic anything. Nothing sort of immediate. <laughs> this isn't a Willy Wonka chocolate factory s- scenario? Doesn't appear to be, no. <laughs> I was seeing if I could Willy Wonka myself. Okay, <laughs> good. I just ate pool noodle. I would like to try to jump to the tentacle that has Mina's person in it. I think you're going to need to do something to get yourself loose first. Right. I am still technically stuck. Why don't you give me a roll to fight for your life, actually? I think there's no way out of this without directly engaging a threat. Question. If I pretend to play dead, it would loosen its grip on me, right? Uh, Why would it hold on to me when I'm already dead? I think that is an alternative. I think it would be a hoodwink. That there is a good old 10. Woo! Okay. On a 10 plus, they are fooled, at least for the time being. So you go limp, and I think there's a couple more squeezes that probably would break bone if you didn't have your handy-dandy purse with you, I suppose. Uh, We'll say that's why. But after a couple little love hugs, the tendril loosens. And when it does so, you spring free. And I don't think I'll make you roll to leap from this tentacle to the other one. I think you're able to do that sort of like a a follow-up to your, your 
your hoodwink. So the crowd sees Claire leap from the top of one tentacle outstretched to another one, and you land on it about midway up. Nice. Yay! I get a cheer going from up above. Claire, 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 Claire. Claire is not a very good name for chanting, huh? Claremont. Claremont. There we go. Claremont. There we go. That's way better. Claire, Claremont. Claire, Claremont. No. Claremont is the way to do it. Settled. We figured it out. Okay. All right. So then I assume I have to go down the tentacle, right? Probably to reach the bulge. Okay. I would like to take my purse off of me. It's it's like fa- fanny pack strapped to me right now. Loop it around myself and the tentacle like an you know what I'm talking about, right? The Indiana Jones move. Oh, you yeah. like loop the belt over. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. slide down it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Awesome. I think I ham it up a little for the camera like <clears throat> Oh, yeah. One of the drones is like locked in on you. It's followed you since your jump, and it's just like glued to you right now. (laughs) You're voguing for the camera for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Okay. So, what happens? I don't think I'm going to make you roll for this. I think you're able to slide down just fine. Woo. Nice. And then I presume I just hit a very inflamed part of the tentacle that has a person in it. Yeah. (laughs) Your belt gets really stretched out and you slow to a stop. (laughs) I hear someone go, ow. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, I'll like hoist myself back on top. So I'm basically sitting on this person. I feel a little bad about that. But, you know, you do what you got to do. This tentacle is in the air. So it's not like I can jump off of it, right? Actually, now that you've reached basically the base, you're almost underwater. All right. The water level has risen now to about shoulder height for a normal human being. How is Mina doing with this situation? She has grabbed a spare floaty that dislodged from one of the tentacles and grabbed Melvin, and the two of them are like floating now. Okay. And I think she's floating actually towards Sam the Juror. So I I hoist myself on top of the tentacle, tendril, whatever we want to call it. I Um, use them interchangeably. Yeah, same. You all get it. You know. And you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. And we know you know. You know? So I'm holding my purse slash fanny pack now. And I would like to push it down into the tentacle right above where I feel the person's head and basically have my purse's teeth start cutting a hole in the tentacle to free the person and at the same time like i'm doing that with one hand and then my other hand is using my rendering nails so i'm double fisting on knife knifingness <laughs> give me a roll to fight for your life Ooh, that is a seven well better Ooh. than a six yes true On a 7 to 9, you and your enemy inflict harm on one another as established. So I think you're able to dig through here. You stab through all of this recreational equipment and are able to drag Eric Bimo, Mina's constituent, out. I think as you're trying to get away, you see a shadow overhead just with enough time to look up to see another. More than half the tentacles are downed now, mostly between you and Solar. Mm -hmm. But one of the remaining ones does slam you for two harm. Okay. I think you do actually lose hold of Eric Bimo in this process, but Mina is close by enough that she 
Mina is like the unofficial rescue crew now. She's like yeah. the Coast Guard. <laughs> She's just like <laughs> gathering up constituents in her life raft and navigating away from the remaining tentacles. And you said that there's a bunch of... That there's all the tentacles that Solar destroyed. Can I presume that there's debris around? Oh, there's a ton of debris. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to swim over to the closest pool noodle or pool floaty, anything from Solar's destructive path. Yeah, no problem. There's plenty of stuff that you can grab hold of that floats in this pool right now. Okay, I do that. If it's a pool noodle, I wrap it around me very stylishly, and I'm essentially sitting in a pool noodle. How many constituents are still in tentacles? I think there's just one, because across the pool, you see that working in tandem with Solar, the PTA has managed to free Andrew the Alligator, whose massive gator form just rips through and in exiting completely demolishes one of the remaining (laughs) pool kraken tentacles. Oh, Jesus. And there's a primeval guttural roar as he bursts out into the water. Okay. So the only remaining constituent is Principal. Oh, Jesus. Okay. If you listen carefully, you can probably hear him in a tentacle. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Not um, again. Can we hear him? Quinn, can we? <laughs> Bubbling up from beneath the water, you hear. <laughs> My hardware was not meant to be exposed to hydration. Please release Principal. I cannot conduct instruction from inside of a pool kraken. <laughs> well, that's... He's so dedicated to his work. It's astonishing. It truly, no days off. Mm -hmm. I yell to Andrew, the alligator. I'm like, Andrew, buddy, can you do me a solid? Can you come here? Because Andrew likes me. There is another roar. You see Andrew's 30 foot long onyx form disappear beneath the waves, but you can see a dark shape motoring towards you. Great. And in just a few short seconds, Andrew the alligator, maw agape staring at you. Andrew, my friend, we will discuss what happened here later. But if you would like to see Savannah sweat and stick it to council for meddling, I will need to procure a lift on top of your wonderful creaturehood over to that tentacle. And I point to where Principal is and I say, We're going to mess up this entire game by saving Principal. Give me a sway roll. I am going to mark Vestige. (laughs) Pushing yourself. (laughs) Yes. Hey, listen, these are competitions. These are big time. Yeah, big stakes. I am now officially down to two boxes. And that means I get to roll a third time. All right. Yeah, third dice and drop. Nice. That was useful because that is going to be an eight. On a seven and nine, they'll do it, but I will choose an option from the list below. They want more than what you're offering. They demand payment up front. They have a better idea for achieving your goal, or they stall and dither for a while. I'm already starting to rack up favors that I'm going to have to pay back in office. This is (laughs) going (laughs) excellently. (laughs) Swimmingly, you might say. (laughs) I think Andrew the Alligator has a better idea for achieving your goal. Oh, boy. I think I know Uh what this is going to be. Go on. You hop on, and immediately he dives underneath the water and swims directly towards the oversized base of the last tentacle. It seems that Andrew knows exactly what to look for. You don't see... There's uh, scattered what you assume to be dead bodies of the PTA. You don't see... (laughs) Jesus. Good Lord. 
C-Mac anywhere nearby. Hey, that's the price of being a zeitgeist, baby. Your bodies are expendable. Your hive mind is forever. But yeah, it's it's clearly just the two of you. And Andrew motors towards the base of this tentacle, opens his enormous maw and latches on and starts trying to spin, like trying to do a gator roll. And you are tumbled off of him, disoriented, confused, and out of breath. You're going to take minus one on going until you resurface. Okie dokie. So Andrew's trying to kill the Kraken, huh? It sure seems like it. <laughs> yeah. Is he wildly outmatched? Well, maybe. Is he going to do it anyway? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, oh, I'm so torn because I think Claire kind of likes the Kraken. You did bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Claire, the Kraken is a monster, but like, so is Claire. And they both exist in this town. Don't go in the pool and you won't get et. What do you do? I would like to, ooh, ooh, I'm going to do a thing I never do. I'd like to take a moment, and now that I, because I don't think I've ever been down here with the water like this. What do I see? What else do I see around me? Like, is there anything out of the ordinary? Is there anything, like, what? Let me get my bearings for a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to do mean, a thing else? I've never done before. Look around. Well, Look around. Um, I don't. Claire I know, doesn't do funny. that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Give me a roll to assess reality. All right. This was a mistake. I remember why I don't do this. I have a minus one to wits. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a one and a two, which together is a three, which is actually a two because I have a minus one. Oh, no, it's a a one because I have a minus one on going as well. Yeah. What the fuck? You see oh, nothing. Boy. You see absolutely nothing. You're like, oh, it's wet. It's wet. Yeah. I'm going to eschew the usual consequences here uh, and just say you take a moment to assess your surroundings and you assess that you are underwater. Yeah. There are still a handful of tentacles and they're closing in on you. Andrew the alligator attacking the tentacle with Principal doesn't really seem intent on being helpful, more just causing as much damage as possible. While you spend this time assessing things, the oxygen in your human lungs is running out and you're going to mark one harm and you're going to continue marking harm unless you surface relatively quickly. That would be bad since I am at four harm. I would like to try to like make a Hail Mary slash with my render nails at Principal's location on my way up, but I am primarily swimming up. I think this is a face fear. Okay. Because you're not really trying to do serious harm. This is like a last ditch effort. So when you attempt something risky in the face of fear or danger, roll plus pluck. All right. Oh, that one was better. That's an eight. On a seven and nine, I will offer you a worse outcome, a hard choice or a price to pay. I think it's pretty clear here. You can free Principal, but you're going to suffer another harm as you run out of oxygen. Um, Not if I mark Vest. Oh, that's not an attack. Dang it. I'd let you mark it if you wanted to avoid the harm here. I'll do that. Boy, howdy. How many harm bucks? I have one left before I'm dead, so I cannot mark a harm right now. How many essence do you have now? I have one left. <laughs> <laughs> right at the bleeding edge. Yeah, I really am. You slash through and you see Principal's robot Wally face uh, and you grab hold. (laughs) Claire, thank you for saving me. And that's the last thing you hear and the last thing you see before you lose consciousness. 
Duncan and Max in the audience, you see Claire's body float uh-huh. to the top of the water and she's collected by Mina and Savannah comes on to the speakers and says, it looks like all of the constituents have been saved and one of the candidates went above and beyond. That's all we have for you this time, voters. Tune in next time for the next challenge of the Somewhere City Council elections. Hey.